Welcome, you are now in tune to episode 12 of the D&D Football Factory podcast with myself, Double D, and I am joined by my co-host, D-Man. What's good, bro? What's going on, bro? D-Man in the place. Live and kicking, mate. Ready, ready, ready. Long time coming. There you go. And I also have with me... Go on then, Sam. There's an order here. Come on, Sam. Keep it. Am I the only one who did their homework? Jeez. Big, big Sam. Big Sam. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, brothers. Yeah, I think so. It's been a long, long lockdown, you know what I mean? I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Wasn't it? Yeah, he's going back into the. um, What's it called? Goodness me. He's become I, the, I, I like I like to be referred to now as officially the advocate. The advocate <laughs> FBJ is here. <laughs> Brav, <laughs> the last time I saw you lot, we were still world champs. We're not going to be world champs in 2021. So I'm going to use that the advocate for the reigning undisputed footballing champions of the world. So I'm using that everywhere. Oh my days! You You're not even going to be Premier League champs, bro. Know it. FBJ's become the fourth advocate now, hasn't he? Because yeah, <laughs> I, I couldn't do the last time I've seen the life. So um, FBJ, he's the captain. <laughs> he's the Capadonna, Yeah, he is what Capadonna <laughs> Nah, FBJ is official. He is official now. So what? We so as you know, it's been a long layoff. <laughs> we've been out but we are back with the first of three specials so um basically what we're going to be doing for this here podcast 12 13 and 14 is we will be naming our best fantasy 11s for each decade so obviously the 90s the noughties and the 2010s and these teams will be composed of players who have not yeah, that have not won the premier league before so it makes it very, very, very interesting. Now, um, me, myself, I knew most of my team already, but man, checking over some of the things. Mm, some I'm telling you. I must say, um, this, of course, obviously the hardest one to do because we were in primary school, weren't we? And, and towards the back end of the um, decade, obviously, yeah, and, and secondary, start secondary school as well, without all revealing our ages. Well, then again, Sam's in, <laughs> Sam's in his 50s now, isn't he? <laughs> what are you talking about? Sam was, Sam was there when they were about- in the football rules. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> A true OG. <laughs> true <Yeah>. OG. <laughs> and, right, you know. <laughs> With a selfie camera with a beauty face on, you know, you guys want to see uh, that I look young. <laughs> I've shaved and everything. You make the effort today, boy. So, yeah, so the 90s team stuck in the night for my stuck in the 90s. I won't say the other word that Nas said. <laughs> On the left is good. We'll get started with our 11s. Obviously, we'll go around and we'll take it in terms in regards to position first. So, I'll get it started with my team. I made a very, very late change to my team, but I'll get it started. So, um, in goal, I was going towards having um, Neville Southall. I did look at some other options. Mm. Ludic McCloskey. Um, 
Shaki's up come late into the 90s, so I couldn't really get him in. I don't think he'd done enough to earn it. Um, I was, yeah, I was going to look with Neville Southall until yesterday evening, but I have made a late change and I decided to go with Nigel Martin as my goalkeeper yeah. for my 11. Um, who, who, who did you put in goal, D? You know what? I started, I did a late change as well. I had um, David James. Yeah. yeah. But then I actually yeah. went for Nigel Martin as well. Big, yeah. I was thinking James and I thought, nah, when James was at Liverpool, <laughs> he was calamitous. <laughs> when this man left Liverpool, <laughs> superpowers from somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I battled this guy. Off he left Liverpool, turned into some goalkeeper. But um, yeah, so for yeah, that, yeah. Right, <laughs> I've got Nigel. I went Nigel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's who I went for as well. Nigel. <laughs> Big, about Nigel. Big Sammy, who you got to go? Boy, boy, I, I had three that was mulling over, but I picked obviously I picked one, but um, I was it was between Ed Duhoy and um Nigel Martin, so I went for Nigel Martin. You just said two names there. You said you were mulling over three. In the end. Now, I think he said he was mulling over three and he came to... So, look, mulling over and then he came to the decision of Nigel Martin. That's what I think I heard. Yeah, that's what I think so. I think so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Giving the benefit of the doubt. Na- now we're... <laughs> yeah, Nigel Martin. Nigel Martin. <laughs> now, FVJ, um, you've taken it a bit... Obviously, you've kept within the rules, the guidelines, but you've taken it a little further, haven't you? Like, what is the, what is the concept in regards to the team that you have? So, my one wasn't the fact that they didn't win the Premier League, I looked at it, they had their peak, or part of their peak was in the 90s. They didn't win, the, they didn't win a league title in England. So I'm looking at guys who were before Premier League. Um, but this, just for, for where we are now, it's a full house. I have gone for, by his government name, Anthony Nigel Martin. Wow. So it's a full sweep. Wow. wow. <laughs> FBJ, top of the class. <laughs> just, just, just as a little bit of note, because I only found this out, I don't know if you guys have been watching, I've been watching FA Cup Classics on the weekend. Yes. So anyway, I think I told you, um, Dubs, so I was watching the Crystal Palace Liverpool <laughs> game and all that stuff. And um, Nigel Martin, he, he was the first keeper to go for £1 million um, pounds in British football when he moved to Crystal Palace. Yeah, so that's there you right, go. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, he was, wasn't he? Yeah, good point, good point. So, right. Yeah. Nigel Martin, full house, right. So, D-Man, the dad of the year. <laughs> um, who, who have you got? Right. So, wait, are we, have we all got full four twos? Yeah. Oh, no, I've got four, yeah. three, four, three, three. Whatever, but we're all four at the back, I mean, obviously, to start with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Who is your right back, Demon? You know what? This, <laughs> this was a tough one as well, because really? initially I went for, um, it was between Jason McAteer yeah. and, um, is it, Paolo, is it Paolo Ferrer? Is that his first name, Paolo? The Chelsea Oh, one. yeah, yeah. The Chelsea one, yeah. Yeah, Paulo. Yeah, Paulo. Paulo Ferreira. Yeah, but he didn't. No, Ferreira. He didn't. He, but he didn't play. He played. Um, in the end, I went with Jason McAteer anyway. Oh, 
Nou, Chelsea is half hebben geen in de noeis die met Jose boy. Chelsea is right back in the no, no. Paulo Ferrer. Oh Ferrer, Albert Ferrer. Albert Ferrer. Albert Ferrer. That's it. That's why you know the first name, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I've actually gone for I've gone for Jason McAteer. McAteer. Oh, seriously? Yeah. I went for. I was going a hundred percent. I was going for um, Gary Kelly, but I thought oh, my team overtaken by Leeds players. So I thought, if it is my team, yeah, not your team, not anyone else's team, it's my team. So Joe McAteer was an option. Um, I was thinking about Jeff Kenner, but Jeff Kenner went to Blackburn during their title season, so as a medal. So um, in the end, I thought about Warren Barton and I thought, nah. So in the end, I've gone with my boy, the best footballing right back England produced in the 90s. And if it worked, oh, for, here we go. If it worked for injuries, yeah, if it worked for injuries, go then Neville would probably have half the England caps he has. I went for Rob Jones. I knew he was going to say that. So I was going to say that. Rob Jones was yeah, yeah. a bad man. And yeah. I went for yeah. And flipping, um, he was talking about how his dad used, to, when he grew up, his dad loved Brazil. And Spain, and he said that kind of culture mm. is why he played the game the way that he did. So obviously, mm. yeah, but now went for Rob Jones because obviously personal thing for me, the sentimental value with it. If it weren't for injury, like he was great anyway, but injury stopped us from seeing him at elite level, and he, he would have obviously got more injury caps. Sammy, you got right back. Um. I don't know, this probably could be... I, I struggled with um, Kara, but I think he... I, I In the end, I went with Rob Jones because I felt that he had a very consistent period. Um, seven years at Liverpool. Um, only when he played about seven his, games, but, um, He's the one that really sticks out for me. Mm-hmm. So, Rob Jones. Rob Jones. Yeah. Let's be Jabroni. <laughs> we, we, almost, we almost had a full house, but the Liverpool lads have stuck together. I went for Rob Jones. Um, much like what Dubs has said, um, if it wasn't for injuries, he would have had several more caps than he did for England. He would have certainly appeared in one of the tournaments, missed out in Euro 92. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, 94 didn't happen. Um, yeah. For England and '96, uh, yeah, he would just was 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 not um, was injured. So, and yeah, I agree. He would have. I wouldn't have said that he would have overtaken Gary Neville in terms of caps, but he certainly would have given Gary Neville more competition in terms oh, uh, in terms of that position. Because obviously Jones was playing before Neville, and when he had caps, that's what I'm saying. If it was up for the oh no no, I wasn't talking. No, I wasn't talking about you. I'm just talking in general um, because of that, and also in the fact that. If I recall, when um, Roy Evans was Liverpool manager, he put McAteer as right as, uh, on the right side. He took Jones's position, and Jones was on. Uh, I think was played as a left wing back or even left back. The guy was just very versatile in the in the kind of wing back, full back position. So naturally gifted, and he was the first real kind of full back I'd seen who was good going forward and could defend. Um, where I just literally just only seen you're just good defensively. So yeah, Rob Jones, unbelievable player, and he makes my team of the nineties as well. 
make sure team right. So, Big Sammy, who have you got at left back? At left back, um, a bit of a struggle for me. I was gonna say <laughs> at one point Julian Dix, <laughs> but then um, I remembered Lee. Remember the and I remember player. Ian Hart. <laughs> 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 no, um, no, I, w- I went for I went for Ian Hart. Um, very proficient when it comes to free kicks, and he was part of that Leeds team that made it to the, um, the Champions League semi-finals. But um, yeah, he was one of the few left backs in the nineties that stood out to me. So I'm um, I'm going for Ian Hart. Okay, I at left back because I thought. Ian Hart scored to problems came too late in the nineties for me. I um I looked at Stigging and Bionaby, um a uh, couple of names, but in the end, for some variation to my team, I have gone for Andy Hinchcliffe at left back. Because I think he was a great player. And obviously back then, obviously, in terms of people being in their natural positions, it was about defenders who could defend. But he had that attacking bit about his game even back then, mm. as well as he was a decent defender, but going forward, he got a lot of assists for, um, at Everton, and so, yeah, I have gone for Andy Hinchcliffe at left-back in my team. FBJ, who you got? I've gone for, so this is where we differ, uh, for the first time, I've gone for Stuart Pearce. Um, solid, very solid. He wasn't like Rob Jones in terms of bombing forward but he was decent enough going forward but his game was more about being defensively strong had a mean left foot on him and could pack a left um could pack a a, a left-footed free kick as we saw in the 91 fa cup final so and that was like one of my earliest childhood football memories as well so for me i went for strip pierce um yeah makes my team d who you got a left foot I actually agreed with Big Sam. I went for Ian Hart. Mm. Um, pretty much for the same reasons. As, yeah, free kicks, free kicks were, were were something 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 special to be to be fair. And he, he I think people forget how good defensively he was because he was more mm-hmm. known for his attacking proficiency. So, but for me, part of that that great Leeds team or that very good yeah, Leeds yeah, team, yeah. I'm gonna. <laughs> say, <laughs> <laughs> you can't be great if you don't win that. But I'm gonna say, um, yeah, Ian Hart. Ian Hart. <laughs> so, Jabroni. Yeah. You might as well give us both your centre halves. Cool. So I went for you. Never beat Des Walker. Um, I made a late. I, I, li- I took Des Walker out of my team at the last minute. <laughs> Because <laughs> I, like I, n- I never saw this guy ever beaten. Um, I guess where guys talk about reading the game, um, I think he was ahead of his time personally for me. That if he was playing more now, where I, I, I guess uh, yeah. there's a lot more knowledge in terms of how the game is played, I think he would have been would have got far more props than what he did. He got he, he got international acclaim but Des Walker was just unbelievable he had the pace he had to positioning always solid so he makes my team of the 90s mm. 
Um, and then the same could be said of his partner in my team, Paul McGrath. Um, he was he, he was um, very similar in terms of reading the game. He was just an out-and-out brilliant defender for me. Um, physical. Uh, it was very easy. And he was like a precursor to Ledley King and the fact that his knees were shot to pieces, yet he was still putting in consistent performances, particularly at Villa, where he spent most of his 90s. Um, brilliant player. Um, and I remember watching these guys, just thought these guys are just, it's, it's yeah. And this is as a youngster. So, yeah, those two are my centre-backs. Great choices, two people I looked at. D, who are your um, centre-halves? Fine enough. I looked at both of them. I only picked one of them. Dead Walker, I picked. Um, I think he got the the nod over McGraw because he had that bad boy step haircut, like that Bobby Brown kind of look. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dead Walker walked style to the game, bro. In more ways than one. But um, oh, now, so he's one. Now the second one, like I picked the Chelsea defender, yeah, and I was gonna go for either Frank Neuf or Marcel Desailly, yeah. So far as I'm aware, none of them won the league, did they? No, no. no. Too busy so, winning, they were too busy winning World Cups. Right, yeah. So <laughs> I went for Marcel Desai, yeah, because mm. he was a boss, man. Like, physically. And he could play as well. People forget he could play as well, but he was he's a legend anyway. He's, he's, he's a footballing legend for me. And to me, somewhere on Chelsea weren't great. Back in it, but I think they won the FA Cup or something. They did or something. But I said, um, yeah, decide for me. I put decide over over Lippa. So cool. decide and there's Walker. Cool, 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 cool. Big Sammy, who are your centre? I like the variation here. Um, yeah. Big Sammy, who are your? Yeah, no. Um, I'm gonna agree with both D Man and FBJ, because um, I've got Des Walker. Des Walker, for me, like FBJ said, was ahead of his time. Um, very strong, very dependable, centre-half, and um, made the, I think, the, I think he, yeah, he made the 1990 World Cup squad as well. So, he's a template for a lot of centre-backs, centre-halves today. And Desai, Desai was a bad man. Desai had a bad man. And I, I, I kind of wish that in, in, in another life that he would have managed Ghana. Because that that's that's his that's his that's his heritage, isn't it? And um yeah. you know, he says that he, he's French read boy. I think at one point <laughs> <laughs> No no he's he's but he's he's got him um background his heritage. You're a joker, you're joking <laughs> No but um <laughs> Oh man. Um yeah, yeah, this I and um and Des Walker, definitely. Yeah, those two. Interesting. And in that regard, I'm actually happy that I'm going last of this one here because I um I had Des Walker that people wrong because don't get this, and I think Des Walker was unbelievable and someone that my dad, may us in peace, and my older cousins used to talk about a lot. And Des was in but I think Des was already good before even Prem as the big Sam said before, mm-hmm. before Brenton come along. So what I did was my first centre-half I'm going with, I'm going with, it's interesting, we've all got black centre-half, I'm going with Lucas Radderby because I think Lucas Radderby was 
quality. Good in the air, decent on the deck, and whatnot. And again, there's D-Man. D-Man's already spoken about bad man hair, hairstyles. Lucas had the little, <laughs> Lucas had the little bit on top, the little bit on top as well. So that's I'm, all he had, bro. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I've gone for um, Radaby. Um, as one of my centre halves. Oh, Lucas, yeah, yeah. Up until yeah. probably about two or three years ago, I was Walker in my team. And may he rest in peace because he was a colossus when he was younger. I've got for Ugo Ekiog. Okay. Okay. Because when he was young at Villa, doing that before, obviously later we're moving on to the brother that was in that decade. Ekiog was sick. And um, Leicester kept a lot of, um, sorry, Leicester, you know, sorry, um, they kept a lot of, um, what's their names, man? <laughs> Aston Villa, sorry, kept a decent amount of key change, and I thought Ekiog, for his age, was um, uh, a very good centre half. Mm. That is who, yeah, that's who I've gone with. Um, mm-hmm. um, so we'll get to the. Um, uh, Midfielders now. I've got four in my midfield. Um, so I'll start yes, off sir. one wing, and that wing is the um, right hand side. And I am going with Steve McManaman. <laughs> Outrageous player. He fooled people for years that he was. Yeah. When he was just one of the sickest dribblers that the league have seen, he had a continental style to his game, which is mm. one. It's ironic. Um, uh, he ended up being the one who went, um, obviously Real Madrid when his contract um, free transfer huh. in nineteen ninety nine on the free transfer. That's one of the most prob- in the, probably the earliest Bosman um, that hit uh, that proper hit because that was yeah. Him. Um, scored outrageous individual goals. Obviously not in the Prem, but he scored an outrageous individual goal against Celtic. Um, when he picked the up near the corner flag, ran past about three or four players, then called it off the post. And then the irony is Liverpool play, then played Aston Villa on um, the Monday after that UEFA Cup game, which was on a Thursday. And then he did literally the same thing again, but scored on his right foot. Um, just an unbelievable player, unbelievable dribbler. Um, got a decent amount of assists as well. And... Um, yeah, but that, he, he, he had to be in my team, man. He had to be in my team. Um, who's, 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 who's the first of your... So, did you say you had a midfield 3D? Yeah, I had three, yeah. Um, so, yeah, on that on that wing, I had Steve McManaman as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. That brother was... He was a scourge of Newcastle, bro. I don't know how he... <laughs> you see that brother, yeah? I... I the brother was sick. Yeah. Like I said, he was a, an amazing dribbler and he scored some outrageous goals. I just don't know how he did it. The man had not knees and he was skinnier <laughs> than me, bro. Yeah, but he never really seemed to get bullied off the ball. Enough. I'm not saying he was physically strong, but I don't think they couldn't. He wasn't even fast. I don't know what he, what he had to his game, but he made it work, bro. Yeah, his dribbling was sick and he was skillful. I would have clapped him, bro. He's so skinny, bro. He's not his bony knees, bro. I don't know how he did it, but man, man said he him. Bro. I'm telling you, bro. Shaggy looking up anyway. No, but it's, it's, yeah, that it's funny you should mention that, not to cut you cut in. That's what my dad still refers to him as Shaggy. You know, yeah, that's it. Uh, that's if, if, if Liverpool are playing, 
And he said, oh, who was commentated on TV? I said it was on BT Sport, Dad. Was Shaggy commentating? I said, no, not today. <laughs> yeah, he still calls it. <laughs> bro, and he's right. He's spot on. That's who I think he is. Shaggy, bro. But uh, he was a bad boy still. Ever, he was ever, a bad boy. So. Everyone hit someone, did it? It was Maka, you get me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, nah, he, he, he was my left on the left for me anyway. Mm. You get me right. So, um, FBJ, um, I, I'm gonna be boring and I've got him too. I've got McManam, um, Twinkle Toes did it all, played in a free role at times at Liverpool, wherever yeah. he played in the midfield or in attacking sense, he was a menace. Yeah, hat full of um, assists. Anything Liverpool did in that time came through him. So, yeah, no, it was a sad day he left, but, yeah, unbelievable player. There you go. There you go. Big Sammy. Fan, is it there? We lost him. He's staring at me. My face, bro, just frozen. <laughs> oh god, have we lost Big Sam? I think we might have. Yeah, well, I think there he is. Big Sam? Yeah, it's my, my connection's just a bit choppy. Uh, Alright, it's your time, I've left wing. What was that? Um, you didn't hear who your player was. My right wing. Um, I've gone for McManaman. Your first mid. Okay. Oh, right wing. So yeah, so McManaman. Yeah, right wing. Right, right wing. I'm going for McManaman. Um, for all the reasons uh, you guys have said. Um, I'm starting on the left. Uh, I'm going to go for David Ginola. Ginola, cool. Well, uh, Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah I'm going to go for David Ginola. Um, the guy, the guy for me is. At one point, I remember, um, but this is when he was playing for Spurs, um, the goal he scored against Barnsley is still one of the goals that is fresh in my, my mind when it comes to David Ginola. Um, pity that he didn't uh, play for France after that that, um, that mistake he made that led to a, a, a goal. But um, for me, one of the most talented wingers the Prems uh, ever had. And um, I think at one point, uh, Cruyff said that he was the, the best player in the world at one point. Yeah. You know, from Johan Cruyff to this one, you know. Um, so, uh, a, a great talent, um, scored memorable goals, David Ginella. So, that three for Matt Madderman and one for Ginola. Mm-hmm. No, no, he... I thought you had McManaman. Everyone had McManaman, innit? McManaman, clean sweep, yeah. So I said McManaman as well. Yeah, someone's starting in the next position. He's starting in the next position, other side. Yeah. Oh, shit. So on the left wing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Left wing is Ginola, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Distracted. Right. In that regard, I have also gone on the left in my team for the 1999. PFA and Football Writers Player of the Year, David, or Dav, sorry, rather, I get the pronunciation. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Guy, as Sam said, outrageous. Dribbler, 
body control. Yeah, I never think about you getting that bit of flair. It's only because of his beef with Julier um, at the um, at the time. Like I say, him and Cantona never got more um, caps um, for France. But yeah, uh, David Genoa, mm. outrageous um, footballer, so skillful. That Newcastle team was so entertaining before. Obviously, he went on to Tottenham and um, yeah, an amazing footballer. So yeah, I've got him on um, the left hand side. Um, do you, man, do you want to go? I'll let you go first, FBJ. Then I'll, I'll finish okay. up this one. <laughs> I'm, 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 again, I'm going to be quite boring and follow the rest of the guys. I went for David Ginola, pretty much all for what you guys have said. Yeah. That Barnsley goal, he, yeah, he, he was a oh, menace. Okay. Skill coming out of his paws, unbelievable player. Um, yeah, he was a joy. He was a joy. Um, it's a shame that for Newcastle point of view, wasn't crowned with a title win for him, but yeah, great player. Mm. I'm gonna be slightly left field here. Yeah, I'm joking. I'm going for David Ginola, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and forget, forget all the Spurs talk, whatever you're gonna talk about, and Barnsley goal, bro. I'm talking about his Newcastle days, bro. Okay. As short lived yeah, as they yeah. were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was one of Keegan's first signings for the entertainers. Yeah, that 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 season with Ferdinand. Ginola, Gillespie, he was a joy mm. to watch. Yeah? The elegance, the flair. He wasn't quick, but he was skillful. He was a bad boy dribbler. Gary Neville is still sliding off that pitch on that, on that 5-0 victory. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> when he skipped over him. I ain't forgotten about one of the best sites in the world, my friend. Yeah, And the goal that he scored as well yeah? in that 5-0 victory. The guy was mm. a bad boy. Yeah, And he... Well, he had ladies laughing after him like nobody's business as well, bro. Yeah, he was a yeah. Dog. <laughs> yeah, so for me, David Jenner, I think that's undisputed. I don't think you can, you can look past David Jenner. Yeah, quality, quality. So, D-Man, you said you had three, yeah? Yeah, so I've only got one. Yeah, so, we'll, yeah, so we'll start with... Mine's kind of a three as well, but... You know what I mean? But, yeah, 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 go first, anyway. Yeah, yeah, so I had... Um, more people won't have this person, but I had Roberto Di Matteo. Yeah. Oh. Forget his defensive responsibilities. I'm talking about the long range passing and the long range shooting and his attacking ability all around. Mm. <laughs> yeah. He was pleasing on the eye, very pleasing on the eye the way he played the game. Um, a lot of a lot of people they when they talk about you know, they talk about the, the, the center midfielders of the Lampard, the Gerrards and, and Vieira and stuff like that. If we get about this Brady, you know, like his, what he brought to Chelsea, mm-hmm. like in in don't get me wrong, defensively, no, we can't really we can't really um, have him there for that. But <laughs> I like that. I like I like to be entertained in it. I like I like flair. I like skill. I like long way passing, football stuff like Di Matteo for me was a top top player for that. So for me, he complements my free. My free is very attacking. <laughs> they conceded hell of hell of possession. <laughs> <laughs> but there's actually was, but yeah, a spoiler there's actually no Chelsea players in my team is it? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that's the spoiler boy. that is the, that, that is the spoiler okay we can trust with your three so um, Jabroni who have you got Set I've up. got four yeah I've got four I'm going with the times 4-4-2 was it for 90 so I'm picking 4-4-2 um I've gone for another Newcastle player. My team is a little bit attacking in midfield, but there you go. I've gone for Rob Lee. Rob 
properly. I need to say that. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I went for Rob. <laughs> I went for Rob Lee because uh, I, I could be wrong, but I remember him more as a winger initially, but towards the tail end of his time, played central. But the guy was just perpetual motion. He was goals. He was always in, involved in the action. Uh, assist us. again I keep remembering that um, 94, 95 and 95 um, 16 around that time he was very influential so I've gone for Rob Lee um, good player so, so, but, um, but you said you had four with your midfield didn't you? I do yeah yeah. oh so you want me to name both of them? yeah because D had three that's why I let him go first yeah alright okay cool um, and then the other one I had to pick him John Barnes Although his peak, although his yeah, peak yeah, yeah. probably was, end, yeah. you know, towards yeah. the, the, the late eighties, partial early nineties. I love the way how he yeah. changed his game because of the injuries. Came in central, conducted the game. The pace had gone, mm-hmm. but the mind was still there, and he was ticking things over. Particularly again with that Royal free kicks and all that. Yeah, yeah. The, the Roy Evans team, where it was, it was very much pass and move and whatnot. And um, any young youngsters listening, and um, the the four three Newcastle game. Sorry, D man. Um, no, no, the, the Barnes Ross Barnes Ross. <laughs> that, that one. That <laughs> one. Because, <laughs> because if you want to know about John Barnes, almost like Petigan from the Anfield roof, bro. <laughs> if you wonder about yeah. John Barnes in the 90s because even Collymore wasn't even in shot and Barnes and Rush were getting each other's way you're like oh I don't know who Barnes passing to but you know John Barnes wouldn't give a straight yeah. pass no, he's going to find someone yeah and Collymore coming like a train boom and then the rest is history and that was Barnes <laughs> he had vision um, he's a thinking man's footballer old time legend in my eyes got me into football so yeah John Barnes can I just say, I was going to put, I comp- uh, considered Don Barnes there, but due to recent events, he's cancelled, bro. <laughs> 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 he's out of here. He ain't making my team, bro. So he's disqualified, yeah? Yeah, on all accounts. <laughs> Big, uh, big, big Gabby, you've got four in your midfield, yeah? Um, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, give us your two. Right, I've gone for Gary McAllister. Great um, choice, and he was very on top of my team. Quality. Very, very much a presence in the midfield. And again, uh, like I said, for... Um, who was I talking about? Uh, very much a, a, a template. Uh, like like Des Walker, what we were saying about Des Walker, he was very much a template for a lot of these, you know, tall, kind of lanky midfielders. But they have like, they're very strong and they're very good distributors. Um, and when he came to us, uh, when Hule was in charge, a lot of people were saying that, oh, he's finished, he's done. But he's one of those... Um, Surprise signings that turned out to be one of our greatest signings. Yeah. Uh, but for Leeds, he, 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 was, he, was, he was great. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. See, McAllister, was, was he 
born bald and stayed bald for the rest of his life. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember this brother with hair, bro. Like, I, <laughs> I never said, yeah, it's true, you know, it's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I looked about 40 um, for the, from, from time like 99. <laughs> Great player. Just before you continue, Sam, he was yeah. up for consideration, but because yeah, of yeah. my rule, he was a uh, league no. winner. So he was yeah. like, no, he's, he's, he's to quote D Man, he's disqualified. So no, he didn't make uh, the team. I uh, know. Uh, was, was it up for Police, de- yeah, debate? No, no. <laughs> and who's your offer between the other player? I've gone for is a Middlesbrough player. Um, D-Man, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, you know, Dancing Brazilian. Uh, yeah. Zizinho. You know, um, for me, growing up watching him, I just thought he was magic. Did you just say... He was great, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was one of those ones. I think, you know, you talk about flair and grace and you know dexterity and agility and you know he had everything. You know, and um, at Middlesbrough he was like, you, you went, this is like at the time I think um, probably we think before Ravinelli. I'm not sure, um, or at the same time. Um, but it was part of that, like the Emersons and the same time. Yeah, Robson. Brian Robson was manager in it. Yeah, 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 but yeah, yeah, but he was he was a great player. Um, just and he was one of those few that if Middlesbrough playing, I'll look out for him. You know, so yeah, Jorginho. I think he just came before Ravinelli. Jorginho, bro. I'm saying Jorginho. Jorginho, I think, I think he yeah. just. I, I think, think he, he just came before. Yeah, yeah. And then Bavarelli came at the start of the ninety six ninety seven because he scored a hat trick. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, thanks, bro. Free. At least Paul scored. Actually, Dan was was Hamilton Rickard in that team as well. Hamilton Rickard. I think Hamilton was after. I believe. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. I oh, think he was after Ricard. Cold figure, cold hero. <laughs> so my my one now, right, in midfield, and I'm loving this because it's showing great variation because I said I've got no Chelsea players. I wanted my team to be different. I have gone for a man who I've got a sick note at right back in Rob Jones and I've got another sick note that could have I could have put him on, on one of the flanks as well, but I'm putting him in the centre. Darren Anderson. Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? A true sick note. Obviously, um Prem, obviously Prem was 42 games when he did most of his damage, but the assist that Anderson used to clock up, his technical mm. he was for, in terms of the English players at that time was unrivaled and He's another one. He had height, obviously, that like you said McAllister did. But Darren Anderton, when fit, was a baller and used to get a lot of assists for Tottenham. Graceful, yeah. link the play, pass it, cross it, etc. Great player. And obviously, I know Alex Ferguson was a huge fan. Yeah. Tried more than one occasion to buy that. Yeah. And injuries only stopped him from being great, great, great. I think he only got mm. that for catcher England, but Anderton. Now... Some of you lot might have put this player in your front three, so I will st- start it, and then obviously we'll go back around the game for our forwards. He had to be in the team because he's one of my favourite players ever. That's not even an exaggeration, Matt Letizia. 
So in this team, he's in as an attacking mid or whatever. If oh, yeah, yeah. Four, but if it was a three, he could easily play in the hole behind the front two. Matt Letizia was yeah. absolutely outrageous. Um, I, uh, on the Sky Plus, I only usually record Liverpool players in terms of their 100, so the foulers always Jones in this world. I've actually got Matt Letizia's 100 Premier League goals recorded on my um, Sky Plus spots because the guy was just outrageous. And season after season, he was just single-handedly literally keeping Southampton in the division. And they had a point um, where I'm sure they had a couple of top half finishes as well, mm. if I'm not mistaken. But Matt Letizia was outrageous. Um, he had the technique of uh, uh, an Iberian player or a South American. Um, he he was he was that good and should have had more England caps. But I know I think they said they didn't like to train that much or whatever. So yeah, that's um that's my guy, man. Just a quick question before we move on. Mm-hmm. If he was playing now, mm-hmm. would he be an automatic star for the England team? I think he... Um, it depended on what age, because we're seeing how Southgate's picking people. But I think he would have to be, because he'd provide that creativity, that different element. He didn't just score goals, he created them. Mm. Um, and, got, and then eventually got the captain's armband and whatnot. Nah, this year was a savage one. He was a savage. I could watch that guy play football all day long, mate. Yeah, players like him, I know. Just I'll just quickly say this: players like him, I always feel that they were born in the wrong era. Yep. The Hoddles, um, Joe yeah, Cole, yeah, Hoddle, yeah. All, yeah, all these kind of guys who actually <laughs> had this natural flair and skill, but they, they were shoehorned as well. Into, yeah, they were shoehorned into some rigid system that was they were so inflexible. Um, but now, again, because I think the game is a little bit more knowledgeable, certainly in in, in England and this country where actually it's systems that are there, but it's it's more about, hey, appreciating different types of players and utilising them. And I think Letizia was one where he just got frozen out um, because he didn't, he didn't fit in into what was that kind of strong, industrious midfield type of player. They didn't know what to do with him. John Barnes was similar as well. The list can go on and on and on. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the flare ones, no, we don't want them. We want the, you know, hoof that guy up into the air. That's what we want. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> D-Man. Mm-hmm. Got up top, my bro. So I've got three players up top, yeah? Yep. <laughs> now the first one, yeah. I have, I'm pretty sure everyone will have this brother in their team. Yeah. Yeah. Let me just tell you, this brother is the most naturally gifted finisher the Premier ever. Tell them, tell them again. Forget Henri, forget, Henri, yeah. forget whoever you want to bring to the table, yeah? There's only one, yeah? Mr. Robert Fowler. Fowler. Tell, it. tell it how it he, is, bro. He was a bad boy, yeah? Assassin, yeah? Another scourge of Newcastle, but we won't get to that. But <laughs> he was a bad boy. One of the best celebrations you'll ever see in football in history. <laughs> <laughs> for those who don't know, go check it out. Yeah. Genius. Genius. I would have got a seven-game ban for that. Right about Seriously. <laughs> Not these days, yeah, for sure. <laughs> but Robbie Fowler was a... That left foot of his, bad, bad boy. Yeah, before Michael Owen, before any of them brothers there, Robbie Fowler was the king. Yeah, oh, king yeah. of the cop. But anyway, so he's my first one. Yep. The second one, 
it arguably could have been in a mm, problem out of the midfield. I don't know, but I've gone for Jan Franco's owner. Yeah? yeah, because one of the best foreign imports in the Premier League. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What he single-handedly used to drag Chelsea through games with him, these outrageous goals that he scored. The skill. He was only about four foot tall, but <laughs> the skill on his brother, yeah, and the determination. And he came, he, he wasn't young when he came to Chelsea. Like, nah. He had most of his, his playing time mm. in Italy, whatever, but he came over and he, for a while, he was the best player in the Premier League, yeah, by far. Mm. Yeah, Gianfranco Zola. A lot of people like tend to leave him out when they come to the best foreigners, blah, blah, blah. But Gianfranco Zola, mm. before your Aguero, before your Henri, before anybody, there was Zola. Mm. Yeah, so for me, he's in there for me. And the third one, now, I was going to say, one one consideration I had was Jermaine Defoe, but he came very, very late, 99, he comes off. Yeah, yeah. But you're not making it. But this is more, I won't say he's nostalgic, but one of the the, the greatest memories I have of supporting Newcastle yeah, is when Les Ferdinand came to Newcastle. That uh, debut right. season that he had, yeah. My man bodied it for QPR anyway for that trash team QPR. Yeah. He went to Spurs, did a thing there. Yeah. But for Newcastle, that season there, that man was unstoppable. Yeah. He was a true number nine. The, the man got the quality of goals that he scored as well. Pace, power, finishing, he had everything. Sir Les. Yeah. Sir Les, one of my favourite Newcastle players of all time. Yeah, got his autograph. I still got the picture of his autograph. Yes. I hang on my wardrobe. There's Ferdinand was the Don. So for me, a front three of Fowler, Ferdinand and Zola. Sick, yeah. So Zola behind him. So you could you could have even had Zola in the in, in the whole Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, but so Gable hand in hand, my bow. So I'll, I'll so I'll go next. My front two, and it was very hard for me to keep Zola up, but it's only because I'm looking at like the amount of season that people did damage and mm. Like the last couple ones of of the year, so um, it's hard leaving him out. But you'd have to be on the bench up top. I've got, as you said, who I think showing not not even a biased thing from being a Liverpool fan, the most natural finisher that the Premier League has seen. And when I say that, for people who think I'm not saying that means that he's the best striker, I'm just saying finishing ability, finisher, yeah, yeah, bag of goals on both from his height. He scored great goals in the air. It was just natural. We don't even need to talk about the hat trick in four minutes against Arsenal or whatnot. Just natural. He just scored outrageous. I remember the one against Villa when Barnes played it into him and he did a little Cruyff turn and then banged it in past, I think Bosnich was in goal then from like 25 yards. He used to score the most outrageous goals. Just like, he didn't even need to take have the ability to beat a man because he could just pick the ball and just look at the target and hit it off the post, whatever, left foot, right foot. Outrageous. So, yeah, and, and still holds, still to this day, has scored the most amount of goals in the Premier League of anyone under 23 years of age. Still today, look at how long Fowler, look at how long ago Fowler put his boots up. And it's just injuries after Liverpool that faulted him because obviously Owen worked better with Hesley. So Fowler kind of got phased out of the team, though he still scored in the um, UEFA yeah. Cup final in 2004. He went to Leeds at the end of 2001, but we won't join on that because that is, mm. uh, that's not nice. But yeah, Robbie Fowler and then like D as well, Les Ferdinand was a savage. I think it was 60 goals in three seasons at QPR and bar, I think, 92, 93 when QPR finished full, full, fifth. 
they never had outrageous decisions um, um, in terms of how high they finished. So the fact that he was able to score that many goals for them was one. And then, as you're saying, when this man went to Newcastle, at Tottenham, he was still good, but didn't score at the same rate. Mm. Those two Newcastle, it's only because obviously Shearer coming, you know what I'm Shearer saying? Coming, yeah, yeah. With Newcastle, yeah? One of them was with Beardsley, wasn't it? Yeah. was yeah. You could not play against this but in the air. You mm. could not play in the air, yeah? D.O.W. was another mm. He's hold up play the way he brought other people into the game. Then obviously you've got mm. and going down one side and whatnot. As FBJ had um, Robert Lee and his team, that Newcastle team is criminal that they let the league slip. You get what I'm saying? Les Ferdinand was a savage, not quite as great, but forty to the QPR mm. has to be in my team. It's been hard for me to leave out Janino, um, but obviously Middlesbrough went down, which took out one of the seasons of him being in. Um, uh, in the team to showcase his talent. So it's hard for me not including the likes of the Zolas and the Di Matteos. Um, but yeah, that, that, so yeah, that's my team there. Yeah, Fowler on that front. Though I've got the holding player in my team. It's a fantasy team. It, it's, it's all entertainment here. So yeah, that's my front two to complete my team. FBJ, we say. Um, well, you've mentioned the guys, you, you guys previously. I went for Zola. I couldn't, I couldn't leave Zola out. For me, yeah. for a large part, up until maybe the noughties, I, I felt he was the best overseas player that's ever played, uh, that I've seen that's played here in England. There's some of the things he would do. And his game wasn't, this is how good you are. And it's something that you also said as well recently, Dubs. His game wasn't about pace or um dribbling or anything like that. His game was about natural technical ability, which allowed perhaps his peak was in Italy, yeah. but he was still brilliant when he came to England because his game was all in his head. Um, so he could play for a much longer period of time. He was just brilliant. I thought he was people used to bang on about Cantona and I just thought, nah, look, look at this guy. And he was a gentleman as well. Mm-hmm. I don't really care about how they can, you know, their personal life but he conducted himself as a gentleman which just added something for me with regarding him great goal scorer great goals good honest player um and a gentleman um so for me so I had to make my team um and then up top again with him was Fowler or God as he's called at Liverpool um yeah. again it's like what you guys have said it was just it was just so natural it was just ease. It was it was somebody where he just knew what he was doing, one on one, or he never seemed to be phased on any kind of opportunity that came to him. Lost his way a little bit. He had an injury, and he was never the same. Around about ninety seven, I think. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. Just, when he yeah. first came on the scene, it was just unbelievable. He's got some crazy goal scoring record in the League Cup as well for. Considering the amount of games he, he, he played, it was just mad. Guy was just an absolute mm. terrier. And to have that kind of talent, I think if he wasn't from Liverpool and was playing in Brazil or Portugal or whatnot, he would have a higher um, profile. So he made my team. Um, so yeah, that's my front two. There was somebody else I wanted to put in, but for the sake of formation, I, 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 yeah, I went for two up top. <laughs> and who, who was that quickly before Sam Brunson's forwards? Do you know what? Because of his talent, Stan Collymore. <laughs> yeah, I'm so good. <laughs> because of his talent, 
I thought this yeah. guy, he never fulfilled his talent. He could have he could have been anything he wanted. Strong. Why didn't he fulfill it? Why didn't he fulfill it? Sorry? Why, Why didn't he, he never fulfill, fulfill it? it? What was he doing? I, I, <laughs> I mean, you know, obviously currently right now it's all about the men, mental health and whatnot. And I think he would have been a prime candidate for that kind of assistance, but just the raw talent he had. He, he mm. strong in the air. He was comfortable on both feet, which which I think gets um, overlooked. Um, pace, he was just about quick enough. He was good, decent in the air. He could hold people off. He, could, he had a shot on him. He could link as well. He was just brilliant. That time he came with Forrest and a little bit when, well, first when he came to Liverpool. Unbelievable talent. I loved him. I, I, I would have had him in my team. But um, yeah, for for the formation, I thought this this won't work. So there you go. There you go. Right, Big Sammy, who are your frontmen? Uh, my front two. I'm gonna start off with the guy that Francis just ended with, Fowler. Um, there's never been a guy I've seen have more desire to score goals than Robbie Fowler. You know, and I've always said this: if Fowler was to take a test on how not to score goals, he'd fail miserably. Because the guy was just a machine, a goal machine, and he just took to it. It's just, it's just easy for him. It was just too yeah. easy for him. I remember, I remember us, I remember us being in a, the UEFA Cup one time, and he scored an insane goal. Um, uh, but it, the guy was just naturally talented. Uh, so Fowler definitely, and Joe Gianfranco Zola of uh, from Chelsea. Um, at first, I didn't get how a guy so small could be so talented because it, it, it just seemed to be like Fowler natural for him, you know. Um, great touch, uh, again, balance, um, scored insane goals. And I think even before Drumbo was like given the, um, the, the greatest Chelsea player of all time, it was, that, that, was, that was what the, the fans bought Zola. Zola. Yeah. Uh, they, they gave Zola that title because... Uh, because Zola, for me, was just, I mean, I mean it's, I, you know, I still think about some of the games he, he, he played against them and, you know, how he moved and everything else. Um, I thought about Conor more, but I just, I, uh, because he had that one season, that one great season for us. But Zola and Fowler, for me, just have been consistent for a number of seasons. So, you think yeah. one great season? Are you forgetting what this man did at Nottingham Forest? No, no, for, I mean, for Liverpool. Oh, okay. I thought you were just saying that he had Yeah. That. <laughs> yeah. But no, I thought it was, a, it was a dad up for us. I'm not saying it. it was a dad up for us, yeah. You get me. Right. So that is everyone's 11. It's hard to leave some people out. It's hard to leave man. That's why I wanted, it's good to get that one out of the way first. Because it's really um, the most difficult one, in my opinion, anyway. Just just to recap, so what So what was everyone's teams? My team was Martin. <laughs> Bell, <laughs> Martin mm. Jones, Hinchcliffe, Radaby, Ekiog, mm. Anderton, Janola, McManaman, Letizia, Fowler, and Ferdinand. My team was Martin, um, McAteer, Des Walker, Desai, Desai, and Ian Hart, McManaman, Di Matteo, and Janola, Fowler, Zola, and Les Ferdinand. Big Sam? Yeah, my, team, my team was uh, Martin. Rob Jones, Ian Hart, Desai, Des Walker, McAllister, McManaman, Ginola, Giannino, uh, um, Fala, and Zola. Okay. 
Mine one was Nigel Martin, Rob Jones, Des Walker, Paul McGrath, um, Stuart Pearce, Steve McManaman, Rob Lee, John Barnes, David Janela, Zola, and uh, Fowler. So there's, there's quite a fair bit of overlap in certain positions that we all had. People to give you a variation of us. We would have virtually went the same team. Then we could have just like, saved <laughs> everyone an hour and been like, look, this is my team. This is our team. What's our start after 10 minutes? <laughs> right. Before we wrap up, just to touch on a couple um, things to uh, obviously keep him with the times. Um, D-Man, your boy, mm-hmm. Newcastle. Do you think yes. the takeover, uh, quickly, do you think the takeover is going to go through? And yeah. does, what do you realistically expect? Or do you have to see what signings will be made first before you can um, make give a proper answer on that? No, I don't need to see what signings we make. I can give a proper answer on that. <laughs> first of all, personally, I'm still sceptical on it. I still don't think this deal is going to go through. I know it's the, the, the contract has been exchanged, whether it's, it's under review from the Premier League and that, but there's too much drama surrounding these mad. Like, something tells me it's going to fall flat. It's going to fall apart at the last stage. But most people tell me it's going to go through, whatever. So let's assume it does go through. Yeah. Um, what do I expect? I expect big ne- bigger names to come to Newcastle and a big manager. Personally, I believe the next manager will be Rafa Benitez for a couple of years and then they'll move on from that. Rafael, um, Rafael, Rafael, Rafael. Do I do I want him back? Not so sure. It's not a bad appointment or anything uh, other than Steve Bruce is a better appointment. <laughs> but, yeah. Steve Would Bruce, I prefer Steve Bruce, to... Steve Bruce was on course to <laughs> make you win the FA Cup. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is true. This is true. But technically, technically, you should win it because we're the top scorers. But anyway. So, <laughs> Would I prefer someone like Pochettino or someone like possibly? However, if they say what they're gonna do, if they promise them what they're gonna do, what they say, I think like they talk about improving the academy, bring some youngsters through as well as established names and that. I personally expect us to be challenging for the top four within two years. Mm. Yeah? And within five years, I'd like to see a trophy. It doesn't have to be a major mm. like give me an FA Cup, give me a League Cup, but Within between now and ten years' time, I expect us to win the league and the Champions League. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, I do not care. Yeah. Thanks. Now, I don't care. Also, that Newcastle are the most hated team in the land. I don't care. Give me all the money. Yeah, and spend that money like I'm out. Yeah, because I've waited too long for this. Yeah. <laughs> I've taken too much abuse, too much ridicule. <laughs> Too much relegation. Yeah? <laughs> I need my just desserts, bro. I need this, bro. Yeah? And the fact that my son's been born right on time, so he won't know the rubbish days of Newcastle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to worry about supporting another team if this goes through. Because, don't get me wrong, if anyone can get money and, 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 and waste it, it's Newcastle. Don't get me wrong. So I'm not saying it guarantees success, but it'll be good to be in that conversation. I had this conversation with my friend the other day, my best friend, he's a Newcastle fan as well. First of all, he does not want Benitez anywhere near the club. Yeah, he'd, he'd rather have no money and someone else than to get Benitez and his fortune. Yeah, But anyway, he's like, he wants us to just challenge, be back, back challenging in top four, not necessarily winning anything, but being that conversation and playing the Newcastle way. He's not really bothered about trophies. He doesn't like the fact that 
there's going to be all this younger generation of Newcastle fans jumping on the bandwagon because they got all this money that they have with Man City. You've got all these youngsters supporting Man City. They don't know nothing about them, but because they got money and they buy all the stars and that. But I don't care. We could have the world could start supporting us because these like people start thinking about we're glory hunters. I said, bro, what person do you know is going to look at a black man this age and think he jumped on the Newcastle bandwagon? <laughs> it makes no sense. Yeah, it makes no sense. Don't worry about nobody else. Yeah, we deserve a bit of happiness in our footballing lives. I can't die not having Newcastle win a major trophy, bro. Yeah, this is my time. Make it happen. Make it happen fast and start spending some money and attracting big names. I want to see Mbappe at St. James's Park next year, bro. Yeah, I want to see Neymar there in a couple of years. I want to see big names like that. Yeah, give me all of it. I don't care. All of it. Nothing. But it's not going to happen, bro. It's all, it's all going to collapse anyway, but still. Yeah, I mean, uh, and to be honest, though I'm not, I don't support them. I'd, I'd love to see it and just bring another. Inge- uh, um, yeah. How can I work only by Americans? Obviously, they don't flash the cash like um, Man City or Abramovich when he first came to Chelsea. But yeah. uh, oh, that's another thing, though. If it does happen and Newcastle start winning stuff, like I said, I'm going to be unbearable. Yeah, <laughs> everybody will get it. The only people that won't get it is Dan and FBJ. You see, Big Sam, I am coming <laughs> for you, bro. Yeah, I am coming for you. If we start winning stuff, bro, you... just let me know with you, bro. I'll give you both barrels, bro. You're going to get it, bro. Yeah? You and everybody else, apart from these two, you and everybody else are getting it, bro. Get it. Trust me. I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for you, my friend. I hope, I hope this shit works out for you. I hope this shit works out for you. Thank you, because this will be very interesting for you, my friend. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you. Ah. you look, we're, in your Premier, we're in your Premier League now. You won the Champions League last year. You win the Premier League now, but after that, it's a wrap. <laughs> it's a wrap. <laughs> yeah. Coming for you. Trust me. Trust me. Yeah. Might have a team for manager uh. as well. Too much. Right. Oh, man. Brilliant, it's been too long, right? So, we'll leave it as obviously this has been a team, a fantasy team of the um fantasy 11 XI of um 90s players. Just want to say um, some tributes, rest in peace, the likes of um Gary Speed, David Rollcastle, Gary Ablett, Dalian Atkinson, Pavel Cernicek, Justin Edinburgh, Ray Wilkins, and of course, Ugo Ekyog who was in my team, um, as I said that earlier on. Um, just want to see rest, rest in peace to them. There may obviously be some others, but obviously off the top of the head, those are the, the first few, obviously, um, that come to mind. May they rest in peace and um, hope their families obviously stay strong. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, so on that note, guys, uh, make sure people use the hashtag DDFootyPod on Twitter, Insta, wherever, and get us in your team of the nine teams that did not win the Premier League get your exiles in I'm loving the location. we did have some people that overlapped but obviously that is why I went for my team the likes of the Maccabees and the Andertons and what I'm surprised I don't know what happened this year to be honest um, because no one, no one else brought up the numbers that he, he did in the team he had but this is good because different things I love it and everyone had an explanation and good reasoning as behind um, their teams so, um, yeah, please, uh, people, use the hashtag, spread the word, send it over. 
um, get others involved, get uh, uh, things. Um, so only thing left to leave on our handles. Um, our handle is at dd40pod on Twitter. Um, our uh, main account is obviously at dd40factory underscore. Um, and we will be back on your radio airways real soon on Saturday mornings from 10 a.m. Uh, with the footy on top show that's on top of them 95.5 fm um obviously if they're not being football at the moment we've got a little sabbatical but we will be back very soon sooner than you think um and my personal handle is double d that's d-u-b-u-l-d-double-e myself d-man uh my social media handle is ill phenomenal 25 if you can't spell it you can't follow me <laughs> I'll just let you know it's phenomenal with um, an F. Big <laughs> <laughs> um, Sam, my handle is uh, simply my name, at Samuel Asamoah uh, on Twitter. Uh, Instagram, at Sam the Man Who Can. One word, that's it. Right, and FBJ is not on Twitter, so... So, so you say that no, fo- you can follow me by watching Belarusian football. That's the only football that's going on right about now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, yeah, Belarusian. And Turkmenistan. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for listening, people. We are out. Peace. Peace.